relationship with God and you're cultivating that relationship and you're practicing being present with him. And, and I, I appreciate it when you said that too. Practicing presenceness. I don't know. That's not a word, but you're practicing <laughs> being Everybody in the presence of God, right? Why is the message going over your head to somebody else? I don't find that to be acceptable. I don't know about you. I feel like if it's coming and it's going somewhere else, I need to, but it still has to be confirmed. I get that. Even if it comes to another, like a trusted person, like you said, the pastor, right? Mm -hmm. A trusted person, somebody who has the authority to pray, your parent, you know, your spouse, it comes to them, you know, a sibling that comes to them. I want to still go back and talk to God. We should. That should be the attitude. This is the Believer's Response with Bami Dele and Althea. You're welcome to our podcast where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, sis. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. How are we doing? Since you said we, I can say I'm fine. Yeah. It's been a, a long, week. long time. <laughs> I know. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> it hasn't been. Wait, it's been too long. Let me say that. It's been a long time coming. So, yeah. but we're back. We think the glory of God. Yes. We're back. And um for consistency going forward. But you know how it is. This is the believer's response, and we're gonna keep it, you know, responding as believers would. Sometimes life throws curveballs. And thank God for himself that he helps us to catch them and to bounce back. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. So we we are thankful that you have been consistently listening to our episodes we pray and we hope we, we thank you thanking god for that and we pray even going forward that every episode from this point on even to the end of this year because we're in the last quarter folks mm-hmm. will be a blessing to you you know as they've been blessings to us continually even in preparation mm-hmm. so um let's get into it we're gonna go into our what's been blessing us Correct. for this time it's been a long time like it's hard for me to even think of like you know for this time frame there's so many things but i will let you (laughs) i'll let you go first sis my brain is like my brain is fishing right now like okay which one which one which one which one well i could go i mean if you so many you you can't narrow it down narrow it down girl there's too many come on narrow it down (laughs) you're a blessing how about that yeah (laughs) okay i'll i'll uh, it's which one all right so mm. god is good for us to be thinking yeah. which one which one god is yeah good. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's um first of all it's i would okay, i'm still fishing christ help me <laughs> go with the one that the one that um like i would say maybe go with the most recent one okay the most yeah recent one. yeah the most recent one is God truly to be sincere for God helping me with my my ministry 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I thank God for the intentionality that God is also helping me to put into it. I thank mm-hmm. God because I'm not taking things for granted. I'm beginning yes. to, you know, pay attention that God, we can do more with this thing. And I'm willing to work with God. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for just the, the ease and the freedom in worshiping him. Let me put it that way. Yes. Mm. That's one thing I'm, uh, that's been blessing me. The ease and the freedom in worshiping God. Like, uh, yeah, I thank God. I think I've said this before. It's I, I thank God for the grace to worship him with abandon. Like, um, I can be by myself in the midst of everybody. <laughs> but I'm still by myself with God. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing I'm thankful for that God can use, you know, someone like me to just cause people to praise God, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I myself, I'm not on the sideway. I know that I'm right before his throne, worshiping him. So it's a privilege. Wow. Yeah. It's a privilege. That's awesome. It's a privilege to even be in a worship experience and to worship with you so i can testify to the fact that god is moving and 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 you've given yourself to be a worshiper yeah and not just in song but in lifestyle and i can tell that you may feel as though you're not you have some ways to go and that's that humility in you and that's that's the way it should be you know, it's just a blessing to be in a worship experience where you're leading the the praise, the singing, the, the, the song worship. I will call it that, you know, the songs of worship, but then also to be your friend and to see the lifestyle and the pattern that you're leading, because that's also our um, our worship as well. Mm. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a privilege. <laughs> it's a, it is a privilege. So, I mean, I... I have a blessing, what's been blessing me, and I'll share it, but it's it's more than that. It's just more than that. I hope I can convey it. Mm. But basically, it's um one that I had written down a while ago, but I see that it's still true. So even if I have to search my memory files and say, um, is this something that you want to report on still? Yes. It's about how to be happy no matter what. And this is something that's a real live and direct situation that I'm going through even now because I would say that some certain things are not the way I would like them to be and I'm sure this can resonate with a lot of our listeners you know everybody that you know but then how do you maintain that happiness and that joy of the Lord how do you joy how do you draw from the well of salvation with joy and still, you know, look at a circumstance and see, okay, God is still working on this. This is how I like to term it now. He's still working on it. But um, it's a sermon I listened to by Rick Warren. <laughs> and it's on YouTube. And he by listed who? some things. Rick Warren. Okay. Yeah, you know him, right? The yeah. yeah. So um, one of the things he said was the ways to make sure that you continue to be happy is number one, remember God can bring good out of anything. Um, as he did for Joseph. Number two, don't let what other people say control your feelings. And this is one of the big things that I'm learning now. Like God is not emotional. He don't, he cares. I said that way, he cares, but he doesn't really like you crying, but at the same time, just keep looking up onto him. This is not, he's still going to do what he needs to do. 
and what other people drive you to based on their expectations and their no no just keep your eyes on god and then another um thing he said was in first thessalonians 5 18 where he said in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you so in everything so whatever it is that you are in <laughs> to right now or involved in that doesn't look like it's going to have a positive outcome just start giving thanks to god number three he said trust god will always work things out so instead of panicking when you see a certain circumstance just start praising god you know physical praise like out of the foot of your lips basically out of your mouth from your lungs it could even just be like one of the things i know i've seen myself doing is i just start speaking in tongues and let's deal with that (laughs) you know just be like i'm just there like i can't think of a song like i'm just being honest i can't think of a song at the moment so i just start speaking in tongues you know and just who just breathe so number four he said um stay focused on god's purpose and not the problems so this is something that encouraged me it blessed me and i know a lot of it is easier said than done but i think the main thing that you can pull out of this is to just not be in your own feelings but just just trust god it's as simple as that just and and declare that you trust him i don't understand but i trust you Mm. you know so that's just you know and that's what's been giving me fuel for the past i don't know month and i found myself in like a sweet place Mm. it's like i get up and i'm like i don't know like this don't look this doesn't look right but Thank you. Thank you, God. And I'm able to just be in that present moment and enjoy the, the blessings of my family, blessings of having a job, blessing of driving a Ford Focus, even though it's a Ford Focus for now. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Why did you have to steal that? You're too much. Because, you know, I might be like, oh, I'm thinking of, I need to change this car. But it's a blessing still. You know, drive. I'm stuck in traffic on the highway. But ah, look at today. But ah, look at today. You know, all just all of that. So I that's think what's it's, the, it's the, the blessing of the presence of God. You know, yes. the Bible says in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Ah, thank and you. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Thank pleasures you. at his right hand. It doesn't matter what is going on. forevermore. You know, mm-hmm. so... You know, a song that says, take me to that place, Lord, to that secret place where I can be with you. You can make me like you. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your arms. So, you know, when you're wrapped in his arms, it's all sweetness. It's all... Sometimes you feel like you're living in oblivion. Like, I should be feeling this way. Why am I not feeling this way? Like, I'm not like, no. Not today. God is good. And I like the beginning part of the verse that said that he's going to show us the path of life. Mm -hmm. So that is the path of life right there. Like, who wants to be miserable? Reject it. There's no time for it. No. <laughs> so true. Anyway. 
<laughs> I don't have time for that. That used to be a, like a meme or something. Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. But, um, Ain't nobody got time for that. Seriously. <laughs> but yes, so that's what's blessing us. Please, you know, share with us what has been blessing you for over these um these weeks, these months, this today. What was blessing you? Know, it's you therapeutic to share. Don't just say it in your mind. Like it's therapeutic to yeah. share with someone else. Like this is what's blessing me. So share with us. God bless I agree. you. And the Lord will bless you. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> okay, so right. let's get into our main event, the main topic. In course. The main, yes, thank you. The meal part of this. Yep. Um, and we're going into a really timely topic, and it's about prophecy. And at this time, like a lot, it's it's almost a, like a buzzword in Christendom. I think prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. Like now, especially in the time that we're living in. Mm-hmm. So our topic is um, responding to prophecy. The believer's response, okay, responding to prophecy. So you know. In the time, and when I say the time we live in, I'm specifically talking about, you know, this COVID. Um, I don't want to say post-pandemic because we're still experiencing the pandemic, you know, and there's still a lot of um, implications and things going on. (laughs) So basically, a lot of people prior to COVID are taking credit for prophesying COVID. A lot of people. And, you know, prophecy, you know, has been coming out of church. It's been prophecy online. Like, you know, the ease and access of information and anybody being able to have a channel and going on YouTube. So many prophecies are coming out, you know, because of the fact that people feel and it's being supported and fueled by the fact that people feel they need a word. They need insight. They need something more. You know, and they, this is kind of like making this fortune teller type of environment that we're living in now where people are, are intentionally prophesying. So for me, I see this. I don't and I know um, you're going to share sis, your, your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. But to me, I see it as like borderline sorcery, basically. Like people seeking, going yeah. out of the way to seek. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And kind of like, you know, and this is encouraging, you know, false prophets, basically. You know, so we're not going to focus too much on the false. Well, I'm not going to focus too much on the false prophets, prophecy, prophets, because, you know, it's not for me. A lot of times we want they throw that out to kind of this discredit a person like you're a false prophet. But we know clearly what the Bible says. And that's what I want to get into. Even a real prophet can be compromised because when you keep going to seek what is not there, they will be mm-hmm. forced to say what is not there. Thank you. I get it. Yes. And so I feel like that is the the least of what we should be looking at is to say that person's a false prophet. This is a false prophet. We want to look into the believer's response to prophecy, prophecy in general, you know, without making um, any kind of discrediting statements about who is prophesying wrongly or any you know no that that's not what i want to <laughs> even venture in so let go ahead sis share your thoughts on this um you know this this topic believers response responding yeah. to prophecy yeah so how do we respond to prophecy so first we must understand what prophecy itself is all about mm-hmm. what is prophecy what is this thing about prophecy it's been it's it's an ancient um should I say gift that God has given to the church, to his children, but the enemy has 
I don't want to say the enemy has done well to manipulate on several levels, but God is still, God still gives prophecies to his servants. Mm-hmm. We ourselves can prophesy over our situations and see it come to pass. So there are people who have been called into the office of, you know, of a prophet. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they are, you know, prophets. But there are others that are not given this gift or we are not called into that office. We can still operate in the gift of prophecy. We can still... I, I can sing prophetically. I can pray over you prophetically. You can pray over me prophetically. You can speak words of prophecy into my life. And I think that has happened several times. You may mm-hmm. not even know that that's what you're doing. But, mm-hmm. you know, you speak it and you see the word, you know, come into life. So we all, <clears throat> as children of God, at one point or another, we all prophesy image just the measure is what is different so what exactly is prophecy itself and i had to look it up because i could just come up with my own words and all that (laughs) yeah (laughs) the prophecy is like is a divine revelation about the immediate or distant future so it could be something that will come to pass now somebody could be talking now this is this is or they could be saying this is what is going to happen now and by the time you step out it happens immediately and Mm. some it's the distant future so it's something it's a revelation of what is going to happen so why is this necessary why do we have to what is the point of Mm -hmm. you know how do we respond because there are so many prophecies out there like my sister just mentioned some people just because they have this the ease of access to youtube now to social media now everybody wants to prophesy Mm -hmm. everybody has something to say about what has happened or what is going to happen and some ignorant people and that's why the bible tells us that we should you know the bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge so we don't want to be victims of prophecies that are not from god we don't want to be ignorant as well to prophecies that we should heed to but because we're not paying attention or because we think everybody's a false prophet then we lose out so first of all i'm going to read second peter chapter one verse 19 to 21 it says we couldn't be more sure i'm reading the message version mm-hmm. it says we couldn't be more sure of what we saw and heard god's glory god's voice the prophetic word was confirmed to us you do well to keep focusing on it it's the one light you have in a dark time as you wait for daybreak and the rising of the morning star in your heart The main thing to keep in mind here is that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of private opinion. If it is the prophecy of scripture, it's not, nobody came up with it. It is by Mm -hmm. the, by the inspiration of God. And why? Because it's not something concocted in the human heart. Prophecy resulted when the Holy Spirit prompted men and women to speak God's word. Mm -hmm. So in receiving prophecies, one, you must keep an open mind. Mm -hmm. Whether it is false or not, keep an open mind. Search with the spirit of God. Okay, what is going on here? You know, have the right attitude towards prophecy, whichever way. 
have the right attitude towards it. So that's, I believe that's one of the believer's response. No matter the channel, no matter who it is, keep an open mind. Because even someone who is not living right can prophesy. <laughs> that's the mysterious thing about this uh, walk with God. Even someone whom you know, this is, this, this, is this, this person I know is not living right. But God can, at that point in time, God can use that person. Mm-hmm. to prophesy so that's where our own sensitivity to the holy spirit comes like holy spirit okay what are you doing right now so while we are keeping an open mind we're searching with our spirit man god, god is this you and you're paying attention to the words are they in line with the scripture or are these just you know just somebody's figment of imagination second chronicles chapter 20 verse 20 says so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So, our believing in true prophets now will create prosperity because this is direct revelation from God. And if you heed it, you mm-hmm. create prosperity for yourself. And prosperity is not just in terms of money now. It could be yeah. for just, you know, well-being, proper well-being, pros- prospering under God's mighty arm. Another thing in receiving prophecy is to know the history of the vessel. <laughs> know the history of that person. So some random person be very weary. We should be very weary of some random person coming to give mm-hmm. us, you know, a prophetic word because you don't know the person. You don't okay. know where they have been. They could be right, but then you want to be very careful with that kind of prophecy because you don't know the person. I think it's very important to know the history of the person. Just like I said that, you could tell that you know that this person is not living right, but God can still speak to the person. Mm-hmm. So whichever way it helps to really... It helps us to even in receiving the word, knowing who this person is. So I think it's crucial. Like um, Deuteronomy 18, 22 says, when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass. So if you know that this person, when they prophesy, you know that <laughs> it's going to happen. You see, so yeah. knowing that history, you know that ah, this one, it's on point every time this person speaks. So it helps you to open your mind and receive what they are saying, even before you start hearing mm-hmm. what, they, what they have to say. So, and then if it's somebody that is crazy too, you know their history. So you are paying attention to everything they are saying yes. <laughs> to know if, the wrong thing. if they are saying the wrong thing or, mm-hmm. or they are the type that just want to always talk mm-hmm. in terms of things and in disguise and saying they are prophesying. You know, <laughs> so you can... <laughs> <laughs> Why so with that you can tell so even when you know they know you know this is their history but then mm-hmm. you are hearing something that seems like okay god this sounds like you so yeah. the history helps whichever way to mm-hmm. know what is going on <laughs> so that's where i'm going by saying all of that <laughs> so and then also in receiving prophecy we don't want to be too excited to make mm-hmm. the prophecy come to pass by all means you know, sometimes you hear a word and it just sounds like, ah, I've been thinking about this is, this is it. This is and it. by all means, yes. I said, you're going to be a billionaire in the year 2020. I mean, that that. 
and i want to even i want to raise hell and heaven to make sure it happens mm-hmm. if i have to borrow I, because they told me i'm going to be rich in 2020 so if i have to borrow to make this happen we're going to do it if mm-hmm. <laughs> if i have at to, all costs you know at all costs no we don't want to be too excited and and help god but, like yeah don't help god 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 can god is able to do his work by himself mm-hmm. of course with paying attention so okay with this one i want to read um i saw um i was watching um youtube and these people made this um statement and i don't want to i don't want to i want to give the credit to them so this is by ruth seal she has a youtube channel and she said a true word of prophecy will manifest itself it does not need your help Mm. it does mm. not need our help if it is if it is a true word of prophecy and you keep nursing it in your heart not that you're going you know at all costs to make sure it happens but you're nursing it in your heart just like how mary received the word of god concerning jesus you know she doesn't know how it will happen but she kept nursing in her heart kept watching how this will come to pass so that in, in itself is enough praying over it as well and whatever instruction goes god gives you in your prayer then you go out and do those but not like you're going all out to make sure it must happen at all costs so and then there's another man called greg abel he said if your hunger for the supernatural or prophetic utterances is greater than your discernment then you are setting yourself up as a prime candidate for deception Mm -hmm. i'm going to say that again he said if your hunger for the supernatural and that's what how the word you use for sorcery comes in yeah people mm-hmm. are going all out to want to hear itching ears wanting to just hear speak just say something prophetess yeah give say me something, a word prophet. mm-hmm. give me a word <laughs> that's the that's mm-hmm. the line give me a word don't you have a word for me <laughs> yes. so i'm going to read what this guy said again he says if your hunger for the supernatural or prophetic utterances is greater than your discernment then you're setting yourself up as a prime candidate for deception because even when god is not speaking you keep asking this person to speak they will say yeah. something it's and if you cannot discern exactly mm-hmm. and if you cannot discern whether this is right or wrong then you are falling victim of things that are not from god so nehemiah mm-hmm. chapter 6 verse 10 to 12 says it sheds more light on this perfectly it says then i met secretly with shemaiah son of Del- Delaiah, this is Nehemiah speaking, the son of Mehetabel at his house. He said, let's meet at the house of God inside the temple. Pay attention to this. Let's meet at the house of God inside the temple. Let's find safety behind locked doors because they are coming to kill you. Yes, coming by night to kill you. I said, why would a man like me run for cover? And why would a man like me use the temple as a hideout? I won't do it. Mm. Verse 12 mm. to 13 says, I sense that God hadn't sent this man. The so-called prophecy he spoke to me was the work of Tobiah and Sambalat. Mm-hmm. He had hired him. He had been hired to scare me off, trick me, a layman into desecrating the temple and ruining my good reputation so they could accuse me. So this is the message version of the image chapter 6 verse 10 to to 13. so this man um sambalat and tobiah they were against the beauty rebuilding of the you know walls of jerusalem and nehemiah was 
the one at the forefront of the project. But he sent this man, a supposed prophet, Shemaiah, son of Delaiah, mm-hmm. to come and tell him, oh, let's go hide in the temple. When you hear that at first, it sounds nice, like, ah, we're going into yeah. the temple. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we're going in, you can do no wrong yeah. going, going mm-hmm. to hide in the temple. But this man had a spirit of discernment. He could tell that, mm, this is not looking clean. This is not for me. It sounds like they are for me, yeah. but this is against me. This is to to ruin my reputation and to harm me. So, and he didn't pay. He, he, he refused. You know when you hear ah, especially when people hear ah, they are going to kill you. That prophecy starts ringing <laughs> in there. Yeah. Like ah, you will die tomorrow. God forbid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to do everything at all costs, and you know that's why we have to be discerning as children of God. One crazy person sent me <laughs> something on, on Instagram. Crazy. Yeah, very crazy. <laughs> I was like, wow, you you just chose the wrong person. And like, ah, child of God, I see a future for you, but there is danger in the way. Uh-uh. I was like, who is this? Who is this demon? <laughs> you know, that's how they catch people. Like, ah, when yes, they hear yes. that something's gonna, you have mm-hmm. a bright future, but there's a uh, danger. Yeah, ah, people want to, mm-hmm. they put all that nonsense in the mix. I was like, ah, you have the wrong one. This guy covered as a pastor because I'm following that pastor on Instagram. He created oh. another page. You know how they create all this scams? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he created another page with the past. Everything looked the same, but I knew something was off. And then when I read the the profile message was horrible. You could tell so many mistakes. I could tell, okay, this is not this. Yeah. He would not do this nonsense and he would not be asking for money. At the end of all the prophecy, was, That's what I was gonna oh, ask donate, you. donate to this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just what was the ultimate message at the end of it. Send that money. Ultimate. Yeah, send money. Mm-hmm. So we have to be discerning. If we if we're most of these people who get duped is because they are looking for the wrong thing as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I wanted to share. So on, on the last note, we it's important that we're very discerning. So these are ways to respond to prophecies. Let's be discerning. As you're listening, you're checking in your spirit. Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. what are you saying about this? And um, uh, um, I have in my note that your discernment is informed by your depth in the word of God. Mm, very so good. When you know, the just like this, this story of Sambal, uh, of um, Nehemiah is a good example that we can keep in our, in, our, in our minds to know that people will come making it sound very godly, making it sound very like, who will tell you to come to church and you know, you yeah. know let's go to the Your temple and hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hide. But that was where they were going to kill him. That was, they just wanted to scare him. So we have to, don't let anybody throw religion in your face and make you think that is God. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what this um, Shemaiah did with Nehemiah. So we have to be, our depth in the word of God helps us to know even when somebody is talking from their behind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I needed to say When somebody is just Yeah, they're just talking. They're just talking and you know that, okay, this is God. You can also tell by the depth. And that's why we can never relent on Oh, I know this passage. Let me just skip and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Let's keep digging. Let's oh, keep, keep studying digging. the word keep because that's digging. where our, our, our deliverance is. And knowing this God, knowing the characteristics of our God, do you know who God is? Will God say this to you? 
you know mm-hmm. especially somebody who does not know you and they, they are telling you telling you you don't know me ah, don't so tell so me good. about my future if my pastor calls me and he prophesies over me i will take it seriously because it's somebody who knows me who is praying over me watching over me with prayer he has the the authority to receive from god over me but you are not my pastor why are you receiving yeah. word for me and not have been given any authority you know you and no even then, yeah you like, have to give authority even to that person you know because not everybody can pass to you no you know so you still have to give that person that authority to say okay from the moment you go to them and say pay for me exactly you have relinquished some Mm -hmm. power into their hands like god speak use this vessel for me Mm -hmm. but then you didn't go to this person and they are just calling you from somewhere and telling you oh i received a word for you you know you know Mm -hmm. like i said keep an open mind but Mm -hmm. over time with the spirit of god you can tell bro where you're coming from (laughs) thank you very much so we have to we have to pay attention know the character of your god Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like you know i think we've said this before like you're my sister like let's say we're biological sisters and Mm -hmm. then daddy wants to tell me something he probably could tell you but then why will he call my cousin when my sister is there yeah exactly like, dad are you okay why are you doing that the proper channels and that's even what i want to talk about too but it, I, I appreciate that advice because a lot of times people jump when they hear something right off the bat they're like oh prophecy like they hear that word and they're like oh my gosh like let me just fall down and but just i think you, it requires us to be patient as well you know even the, like discerning but sometimes with discernment you won't get the thing right away yes but you have to keep searching and keep yes. and keep digging until you get the thing the answer whatever it is yes and yes. don't just listen to what the person is saying like and just take that as you have to keep searching but it, and it will take patience but you know what it is people want the fast answer and this is why the, the prophetic is growing in churches and on ground and online people want to know what's going to happen isn't that just sorcery you ask like basically stood saying tell me what is going to happen tomorrow oh you know saying exactly is what it is mm-hmm. it's soothing them that's what they want to hear mm-hmm. mm. in fact that's what it is like and god is against would say god yeah. doesn't want us to and because he wants us to do it too people being lazy you know god wants us to you can know god's mind for you you know when you pray when you study god's word when you're silent in his presence you're just still in that stillness he can speak yes you know in that stillness he can speak to us but some because we we just like you said that fast Mm -hmm. you just want microwave you know microwave christianity you just want it to be done i want it all i (laughs) want it now now yeah right now <laughs> give it to me oh, and let me just well, give my last note oh, I have this. i'm sorry I yeah it's just a bible ver- uh, the fulfillment of prophecy requires faith and obedience mm-hmm. so even when you just want it done but you don't really have faith and you're not obeying the instruction that god gives you know mm-hmm. sometimes we just want it to be, things to be done but god is giving an instruction while you're praying while you're worshiping god gave you an instruction have you done it one of the things god has been telling me lately and i appreciate it i, I just felt loved even though it's a bit of chastisement but i felt very loved that ah thank you jesus this is something i can work with 
God kept reminding me of that Bible verse. When your obedience is complete. I can't even remember mm-hmm. it right, right now. Um, when your obedience is complete. About judgment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When your obedience. That's, that's the end part of it. Yeah. Second Corinthians 10, 6. It says, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. That line just keeps ringing. You know, I was praying one day and I just wanted that thing to be solved now. And God was telling me, when your obedience is complete, having, you can, you can, you can change anything when you have fulfilled your own obedience. Mm-hmm. So now I've been paying attention to every instruction God is giving me. When you have done your own part, you can cause, you can say mountain fall and it will fall because I have obeyed God. I have done my part. Everything that needs to be done, I have done it. God will obey me too because he said I should command him concerning his word. He will do it. Mm -hmm. So the fulfillment of prophecy, it will be done when we ourselves have paid attention to the instructions. We are paying, we are paying attention. Maybe when you're just singing, you're not even like in a prayer session but you're just you know communing with with god God. during the Mm -hmm. day yeah just you know just practicing the presence of god and he says something it it, it gives an instruction are we paying attention to those things because this is the the, the, that's the test of our walk with him so in conclusion first timothy chapter 1 verse 18 to 20 it says i'm passing this work on to you my son timothy The prophetic word that was directed to you prepared us for this. All those prayers are coming together now so you will do this well. Fearless in your struggle, keeping a firm grip. I'm reading the message version. Mm -hmm. Keeping a firm grip on your faith and on yourself. After all, this is a fight we're in. Every prophetic word, for every prophetic word, especially when it talks about our future, it is a fight that we're in. Verse 19 to 20 says, There are some, you know, who by relaxing their grip and thinking anything goes, have made a thorough mess of their faith. Hymenius and Alexander are two of them. I let them wander off to Satan to be taught a lesson or two about not blaspheming. So the major point is, let's not relax. Let's know that we're in a fight. When you receive a word, especially when it's good for your future it's a fight it's something we have to war with with faith with faith and obedience because sometimes we leave the part of obedience and we just want to pray it through mm-hmm. or in your prayer god is giving instructions are you heeding those instructions so that's my take on this is god help us mm-hmm. i think that's pretty concise i mean there's nothing really more i can add to that except that um you know, I appreciate everything you said, especially about, you know, what our responsibility when it comes to interacting with the prophecy and, you know, keeping an open mind, definitely keep an open mind. And then what most kind of um, resonated in my mind and goes along with what I was prepared to say was what the story you said about the example you gave about, you know, why would God talk to your cousin and not your sister or not even you so i think like one of the main first um things i wanted to pinpoint was about the personal prophecy and um especially 
you know, we have the corporate prophecy, you know, what pertains to everybody, but then we also have that personal. So I want to focus on the personal because I feel like, you know, the corporate is pretty self-explanatory. And even then you keep an open mind and you search your spirit. But personally, when it pertains to people, they kind of get thrown off and tend to either want to run right away or they just, you know, either they disbelieve. But I like what you said about making sure that, you know, like being prophetic is really, you know, it's, 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 an, it's an office that God assigns his, his people to. And it's also um, sometimes people are used as channels, as vessels to prophesy. Doesn't mean you are a prophet, you know, and a lot of times that consistency to become a prophet, you have to be proven you know, it's a consistent and the things there's people in different um, denominations that you don't become a prophetess until you have a stream of, of prophecies that have come to pass. <laughs> Your resume. So, <laughs> you have a resume. Yeah. You've been tried and true. So they could say, okay, this person is, you know, a prophetess, but definitely one of the things that's, that, res- that just screams in my brain is God can speak to us directly if we are ready to listen. And whatever is prophesied should be a confirmation of something that God has already told you. Maybe you missed it somewhere along the way and you have to go back to the drawing board then and keep listening because somebody can come and tell you anything and you can just take that and run with it because it sounds religious or because it sounds even biblical or it may sound even scriptural. But if there's, you know, we talked about this too, the good and the right thing. Is this what some, you know, people can manipulate, you know, circumstances and things that you're in. And then also we know the Bible verse, the one I wanted to um, share about the spirit of the prophet being subject to the prophet. Mm. Because as we know, even then that person has the ability to kind of cut themselves off. Basically, they don't have to continue, you know, prophesying, you know, like even if they start prophesying they can stop and then also like you said you know um people being still being able to prophesy but they may be not in a in a state or a position that you think that a prophecy would come from them but you know people they're people they're people being used of god and sometimes their circumstances their experiences kind of um how do you say (laughs) i would say it kind of yeah like yeah it gets weighed. It should be weighed. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to share from, um, uh, Jeremiah 29, 13 and Jeremiah 33, three, which I've been rocking out with for the past, you know, couple of weeks, because it's so important, you know, where it says in Jeremiah 33, three, it says, call unto me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things, which you do not know. So there's our responsibilities to make that call. And if there's anything What's that's the other Jeremiah, sorry, is Jeremiah 29, 13. The one I just quoted was 33, 3. So, you know, it's our responsibility to, to put ourselves out there, to seek, to question, to ask. And if a prophecy comes your way, <laughs> begin to seek God, begin to seek God on it. Why must he tell this person, sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so, and he didn't tell you? For me, I would have like this indignation inside of me. And I have in the past of wait now, I, this is something either I missed it, Lord, take me back to the point of where I missed I mean, it. We, we shouldn't mind me. I mean, we shouldn't, we should be, I mean, it depends on, it depends on what it is. I feel 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it depends on what it is, but but not no no prophecy should really come to us as like a shocker shocker kind of thing. Yeah, and that is exactly yeah, what I'm yeah. Like I missed it somewhere, so I need to go back. So there's no, it shouldn't come out of left field. And I agree with uh-huh. you. It shouldn't come out of left field. It's something that God, maybe he tried to tell me before and I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I need to go back. And if it's something that is coming to me, for, coming to that person first before me, that's when I would feel like, wait a minute now, I need to, let me, you know, and then I would go back and seek, you know, and that's why I'm, I'm going to quote that Jeremiah 29, 13. When it says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. So a lot of things that we know or that we need to know is predicated on us seeking the answer. And it's just that simple. There's no reason for God, if you have a standard relationship with God and you're cultivating that relationship and you're practicing being present with him. And, and I, I appreciate it when you said that too. Practicing presenceness. I don't know. That's not a word. But you're practicing being Everybody in the presence of God, right? Why is the message going over your head to somebody else? I don't find that to be acceptable. I don't know about you. I feel like if it's coming and it's going somewhere else, I need to. But it still has to be confirmed. I get that. Even if it comes to another, like a trusted person, like you said, the pastor, right? Mm-hmm. A trusted person, somebody who has the authority to pray, your parent, you know, your spouse, yeah, it comes exactly. to them you know, a sibling that comes to them. I want to still go back and talk to God. We should. That should be the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to confirm this thing to me. Yes. And it's not, it's not out of disbelief. It's more of like, you know, speak to me too. Kind of, you know, I'm not discrediting the fact that, oh, Pastor. No, no, I agree. In fact, that speak to me too, that you just said, reminded me of, remember, um, I believe Manoah is the father of um, Samson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the angel came to his wife first, right? Yes. To have mm-hmm. the son. But the man also said, did he say to he the He wants wife? to hear. That yeah, he, he wants to, to hear. Him to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the second time he wasn't there, but the wife got him and mm-hmm. finally got it directly from, he got the instruction directly from the angel too so i don't think there's that i think it's actually the right way to go so you know you, what you're working in it's not you're not you're not yeah. in um you're not doing it out of um what's the word you're doing it based on you know understanding not because somebody just yeah. downloaded it yeah on. like let me re- yeah get this get it in and let me soak it let me soak it in mm-hmm. you know and yeah, yeah, i agree with that like don't let someone just download your personal it's a personal prophecy something for you it's a message from god you need to talk to god too yes you yes. know and so one of my other verses i wanted to bring to was one of one of my my good and favorite ones was from um job 33 15 and 18 and this is one that's made an impact in me over time and it continues to it says um in a dream for instance a vision at night when men and women are deep in sleep fast asleep in their beds god opens their ears and impresses them with warnings to turn them back from something bad they're planning from some reckless choice and keep them from an early grave from the river of no return yes so this kind god the god that would even like even in your sleep or especially in your sleep in this in this um verse 
would open up your mind, would, would give you instruction, seal his instruction in, in yes. your mind. Yes. You know, take you from back from something that you you are even thinking is a good idea. And he's like, no, he will forewarn you. This is not something good to keep you from ultimate damnation, from death, even from the point of no return. So that same kind God, why wouldn't he then, you know, bring something directly to you? If you just continue to seek him and continue to be in his presence to know and understand him. And like you said, in his word, the depth of your understanding of him, the depth of even realizing it, interpreting your prophecy as well comes from your understanding of the word. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the abiding presence of God, because you going to another person, I see that as being, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't like saying even that, but <laughs> I see that as like almost a lack of faith too. Like you're thinking that maybe God can't, like he's not speaking, but I know there's instances where you need backup. So I'm not going to, that's why I'm kind of on the fence with even that statement. Yeah. I might need some backup. I might be like, sis. And it's been instances in conversation, even we've had that is just general. And you confirm something based on something you said that God has already put in my spirit, you know? So I see and understand that, but I know with, you know, like, um, with Saul going to the witch, that she was the witch of Endor to get Samuel to come back from the grave because he had stopped King Saul yes, because he had stopped hearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had stopped hearing from God. So he needed her to then resurrect. He wanted to resurrect Samuel to come and give him guidance. So it's, it's a, it's a little bit of a, of a touchy and almost kind of tricky area, but I feel ultimately that the believer's response is to then as we always say in our our closing statement to remain in him if you remain and you abide there now there's things that you're going to be privy to and knowing your your information that can keep you from harm and we need to practice i like one of the things you said too about being silent in his presence and cutting out the noise many pastors and preachers will teach you that there i've heard it even more recently, I think maybe it's on what God is trying to talk to me directly about, about cutting the noise down, because the more you hear the different conflicting information, and that's what it can be sometimes, you know, when you're hearing this person is saying this, that person is saying this, you know, it becomes like a war for your, or a battle for your mind, for your understanding. So all of these things, you know, know, keep you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that, you know, um, it reminds me of the song. I'm not going to sing the song, but just remembering that God has a track record. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to understand our daddy. Understand. Make sure our relationship is tight. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in Nigeria, they'll say, ah, we're like six and seven, very tight. <laughs> why not five and four? What? <laughs> Six and seven. So I always question it to like, like what's the thing with six and seven? <laughs> but, but you know, tight, you know, we have to have that tight relationship to the point. You know, there's something called tight junction in the cell. Mm-hmm. It would never, it's called the blood brain barrier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The brain would not allow just nothing to come in. So we ourselves, we have to have that tightness with God that before anything comes in you know his track record so if he allows it yeah. you know, okay this part of mm-hmm. his track record he does things like this so we need to understand how he does his thing of course God is God. we cannot know all yeah. the ways of god but mm-hmm. you can tell you can know uh-uh, this track record now 
it's not about to change things on you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I already know the song you want to sing. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not but about yes. to stop doing it now. Dang, so it's a big daddy, big daddy mm-hmm. of the universe. He was not gonna yes. change himself on us, and so we need to understand exactly. his track record and know what's up, daddy. And stop hungering after the supernatural. That one Amen. I like. Stop. <laughs> Listen, some things are gonna take their time. Yes. Trust the process and take the co- yeah, exactly the process. It will take its course, no matter what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but well, just be, and I think praying in faith too, like we said, fight for it with uh, the prayer of faith. Yeah, we have to fight because some things we have to fight through them. Devil does not want it to happen. He knows he has a short yeah. time. So that thing God has for you, you won't let it. Yeah. Oh, we got to go. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the, the end. So in conclusion, <laughs> may the Lord help us. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm happy. You know, sometimes we're like, we don't have much to say. And by the time oh, you check. No, no, no. Don't, that's that be that is you you always say that i don't have much to say on this topic but but you know then you end up saying so much but to god be the glory Thank you, it was a blessing i learned a lot i added to my notes and i just hope everybody that was listening to you know to this episode listen to it again you know if you need a word mm-hmm. it's available to you this is this could be a part of it let this be confirmation for something yep. you know that has been going into and flowing around you in your spirit so mm-hmm. the end we are over so as we always say let's remain in him and we will be victorious because because that's the, the believer's, believer's response, response. bye bye people love you